0: let's get started.
1: Hey
2: there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips show. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today we are talking about marketing to patients because the best patient is the one you've already got.
1: Yeah, so um, a lot of times on this show what we talk about is how to uh, grow your your patient base. And one thing um, that we also deal with a lot in kind of our our day-to-day is uh, marketing to existing patients. So yeah, we want to get new people in the door, um, but oftentimes we find, like you said, that the best patient is the one that you've already got. And when they come in for one particular service, they're unaware of all of the other things that your practice can do. Um, so we wanted to spend a couple of minutes and then talk through some strategies and some tactics that you can use to market to your existing patients and let them know about the various offerings that you have at your practice.
2: Yeah, absolutely, because I mean, whether you are an orthopedic practice and you do knees and you do hips and you do you know cancer treatment you know, of the bones or an ENT practice and you've got allergy and otolaryng- otolaryngology services, um, or maybe you're a capitated practice and you really, your focus is marketing on preventative care and different health techniques um, for taking care of yourself overall. And no matter what it is, the, the principles are still kind of the same. And so we just have to take that and put that into the right marketing channels for our existing patients.
1: Yeah, I mean, your job when you think about it is to, you know, is to keep patients healthy. So how can you do that even if they're existing? So I've got a couple of ideas here. Um, number one thing that I want to talk about is digital signage. So that's something where um, what I'm referring to is specifically like uh, television in a lobby or an exam room. So patient is either waiting to be called back or maybe they're in the exam room, but they're waiting for the provider to come in. Um, You know, that's a great opportunity to let them know about the various other uh, offerings or services at your practice. So, for example, um, one that comes to mind is ophthalmology. So we have an ophthalmology client who also has a med spa. And so if you come in for, let's say, cataract surgery, as you're sitting there, you may or may not have an idea that you can also get Botox done, or um, an an eyebrow lift, or both, or- uh, You do all these Fillers, or yeah, there's just so many other things that you just don't know because you only came in for cataract surgery. Um, So digital signage is a way where on the fly, you can update messaging and talk to patients about all of the various offerings that you have.
2: Yeah, and I think when we're looking at external marketing to attract patients, you know, we're, we're often talking about being at the right place at the right time when the patient's looking for you. So when they're looking for you, they're looking for one particular service that you might provide, and they're making their appointment and they're coming in. And so now that we've got them in the waiting room, captive audience, or in the patient room, this is our time to really take the marketing elements that, you know, we might be talking about what we're doing in the community. Maybe we want to tell them about a new doctor. Maybe it's, you know, cross promoting, you know, a med spa ancillary service versus your main ophthalmology practice. And digital signage is one tool in the toolbox. And you can use digital signage in your lobbies. You can use digital signage in your patient rooms. And you can even go as far as using digital signage in your, like employee break rooms, because you'd be surprised how many times your employees don't even realize what's going on at your practice. And so I think it's a digital signage now is pretty low cost of entry, something you can set up. We all have a TV. You can get it, use it, and it's a good passive way to market. And it's something that you own and you control.
1: Yeah. um, There's a couple different ways to kind of roll that out, too. One of the easiest that I've seen is, um, you know, there's services where you can basically put a software on like a Amazon Fire Stick, plug that into the TV, and then you set it up with the service. And then anytime you update the messaging, you just press a button that says publish and then boom, it's right there. And that works uh, within seconds. And then you have your new messaging for the, the patients or your team or, you know, whoever the audience is that you're trying to reach there.
2: And I think it's great because it pulls in like your social media feeds and things like that. Mm-hmm. Another thing, um, in office that we haven't done, um, Done as much lately, but it's always tried and true. Is signage in your offices? You know how do you promote, especially when people are sitting in the patient rooms? You know we all have kind of like that blood pressure chart or that BMI chart or whatever that gets provided by the vendors. But the fact is, is that's wall space that you own. You could use that wall space to get across the message that's important to you. Also, newsletters. You know your your patient newsletters are a great way you can repurpose content put those in your waiting rooms so that people are sitting there, they're flipping through your newsletters, things of that nature.
1: Yeah, so just to clarify there, you're, you're talking about printed newsletters.
2: So I'm talking about printed
1: newsletters, yeah. Okay, yeah, because yeah, printed newsletters, um, it, we, we've done that before. We've had success with clients where we've actually incorporated um, like crosswords and things mm-hmm. on them. So people want to pick these up, and then while they're kind of flipping through, they learn about a new location or a new provider or a new service. Uh, and then those can also be used to mail to... Um, referring practices as well. So you can hit on the internal side, and then you can also turn around and repurpose that and then use it from an external side as well. And then um, I wanted to clarify because I think email newsletters is also great. a great way uh, to market to existing patients. Because again, if especially if you're a specialty practice, so going back to the idea of, of ortho, you know, um, maybe I tore a tendon in my hand. I went to that practice two years ago. Now my kneecap is bothering me. I don't remember the name of the doctor that I saw. You know, I'm not in it every day. But if I get that email every now and then, even if I don't open the email, maybe I, I see that and I go, oh yeah, I went to them for my hand, let me schedule this appointment because I want to get back to running and my knee has been bothering me.
2: Yep, absolutely. And I think that um new patient paperwork is another place that you can market your practice. We have practices who we have um that people come in depending on which subspecialty they're going to, they receive different paperwork for that subspecialty. Um, let's use spine as an example. We have uh, seven tips to like improve your spine health brochure. That gets handed out to almost every spine patient. We have, um, they've got every new patient gets information about the practice, which is also other locations, things of that nature. So I think it's looking at things that you're spending money on anyway, and looking at it through a marketing lens, and it's not just your website, it's also your internal stuff.
1: I think one of, um, one of the, the coolest new uses of, of technology is, um, I mean, we know that text messages, like 97% of them get read. Um, and so using text messages to do a couple of different things. I've seen them used to fill empty appointment slots. So if you've got a list of existing patients, you can actually send out a text and say, hey, we've got some availability on Thursday. That works really well yep. for like med spa and Yep, that's great.
2: Anything cash-based, it works on.
1: Right, exactly. Um, and then I've also seen it be used from an educational standpoint, and that works really well, um, where let's say, again, going back to the orthopedic idea, you are signing somebody up for like a hip procedure. You can actually um, use a service and schedule out what they need to know pre-op, post-op, what they should expect, maybe a personal message from the doctor, and those kinds of things that really kind of go above and beyond, which will cause a patient to you know, just tell everyone that they know about that. So that that's a way to engage the existing patient who will then turn around and then help market your well, practice. Well,
2: that's really what you want. You want yep. brand evangel- evangelical yep. patients. Yep. Um, I was with a client this morning, and we were talking about an incident that a patient was lost and I feel like the patients are always lost with this practice because it's kind of a difficult um, setup in an office so like they have it's a big shopping center and on this side they have a surgery center and on this side they have an office and on this side they have a walk-in clinic and um, we were saying you know we really should have a video or something that gets emailed out ahead of a patient's appointment when they're a new patient and it should explain to them exactly where to go and it should be a little video that's a walkthrough because it's very difficult something we're always dealing with and that's a great way to you can communicate that type of information to a new patient before they come in and you could do follow-ups using the same type of service that you just described
1: Uh, yeah i like that idea because then added benefit to that when they get here they're not frustrated nope yeah nope Makes it that much easier? Yep,
2: and it makes it easy for them and plus it's all, you know, you put it out in the public and other people will see it and it'll do well on your GMB pages and all that jazz.
1: So last thing that I wanted to talk about for marketing to existing patients is um, using your social channels. So social is a great way to have these, um, you know, like kind of organic conversations and it's great to engage new patients but you can also use it to talk to your existing patients. Um, I've seen practices use this to survey patients, just ask questions kind of to their followers and then turn around and then use that data to implement something. Um, Or you can, you know, if you've got a, let's say a patient testimonial, this is a a great way, again, to alert and remind patients about some ancillary services that you offer. Um, Even if they're already an existing patient, they're scrolling through their newsfeed, they see a a testimonial about, um, I think you mentioned allergy services for an ENT earlier. Oh, I went there for, Uh, you know, something for my ear. I didn't know that they also did allergies. That's cool, let me schedule an appointment.
2: Yeah, another way you could use social, which is kind of a one foot in social from a a conversation engagement standpoint and one foot in the traditional, is if you're a surgical specialty and yet people spending a lot of time and energy on surgery, recovery, everything else that goes with it, you know, grandma might have some questions about her hip replacement or, you know, you, could go in and get a hip replacement. We'd be like, Corey's so young to be getting the hip replacement and you might have some questions and maybe the Google isn't the way to go. You could use social to put people who have had successful hip replacements with people that might have questions about hip replacements. You can also market to existing patients who might have questions about surgery by creating little, um, affinity groups of a couple brand advocates that'll come into your practice that'll interact with patients that have questions from somebody who's actually had that surgery. This is the type of stuff that hospitals do for diseases like for cancer patients, for leukemia patients, like prostate issues. Like they, you want to talk to other people. That's why they have like these circles of care.
1: Yeah, I've seen um, I've seen uh, some practices do that for hearing devices as well because there's kind of a stigma about that. Like it, you think you get a hearing aid when you're old. I'm not old. So connecting them, well, not me specifically, but um, that that idea, there's stigma around it. So if you connect it to other people and they say, oh, well, they're just like me. Again, that's That's another another way to kind of promote the product, connect people so they're more engaged with your practice. Even though they are an existing patient, that's a way to kind of get them back into the fold. And then that turns into more appointments, more referrals, and more revenue.
2: Yeah, I think, I think really the big kind of takeaway here, and we'll wrap it up, is we spend so much time and energy with external marketing, trying to attract the right patients, and sometimes you only have so much time and money. So you put your money and your effort into bringing those patients in, and then you hope your staff and everybody else is gonna make the patients feel great. Because ultimately, if they have great care and they have a good experience, you're thinking you know they'll be repeat patients for years. But the fact is, especially small practices or practices that might be listening to this, I don't think that we have entire departments focused on internal marketing. Um, We're lucky to have one referral coordinator or one person at the front desk to help. So hopefully these are the kind of ideas that maybe you don't do all of them, but you can do one or two that are cost-effective, that are a way that you can take advantage of the patients that you've already got, which is um, the best patient is?
1: The one that you've already got.
2: That's right. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on The Doctor Marketing Tips Show. Thanks
0: a bunch. Thanks guys.